Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. If you'd like to hear more of The Glitch, you can find him on old episodes of The Legend of Retro. If you'd like to hear more from Danielle, she's guest starred on The Legend of Retro, as well as old episodes of Noiseland Arcade. Uh, if you'd like to hear more from Player One Mickey, uh, you can catch him on old episodes of GameZilla, uh, as well as uh, twitch.tv slash player, the number one, Mickey. If you'd like to hear more from me, Craig WK, you can find me on uh, old episodes of Noobs and Dragons, of course, as well as The Legend of Retro, Noiseland Arcade, and I stream occasionally over at uh, twitch.tv slash Craig underscore WK. And now, enjoy the episode. and dragons the three of you are standing in the kind of the doorway to the parlor in the east wing and Aegon told you that uh, a very nice lady named uh, Aelith had you know given him tea and you know was kind of concerned about him and you know knew his family and his family was living here now all that is in this room is dust, dirt, and the skeletal remains of a tiefling woman. Well, this ain't good. This was a really funny joke. I mean, it was great. Uh, roll insight uh, for uh, Elianad and Garden uh, and Aegon. You can go ahead and uh, make me a medicine check on the body, if you please. Okay. I got a 16 on medicine. The 16. I got a 3 on insight. I got a natural 1, uh, but a 3 with... um. Natural 1? Yeah, natural 1. <laughs> natural 1, thank you. Uh, first of the recording session, though, right? Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, Aegon, you check the body, and it has been dead for years and years. Ah, uh, what the hell. There's no evidence in here of you having sat down. The dust is thick. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it, it looks like this body, Aelith's corpse, has been here for decades. Which certainly doesn't add up time frame-wise with the fact that this mansion just popped up, you know, within the last 10 years, according to oh. the, the civilians of Lava Cloud Village. Uh, Elianad and uh, Garden, uh, yeah, must must just be a gag from Aegon, you suppose? You can't really tell what his emotional state is right now. I'm telling you guys... There's something going on in this house that's really screwy because Aleph was alive when I was in this room earlier. I swear. 
Looks to me she hasn't been alive for a while. Uh, it appears so. Um, I pull out a piece of paper and uh, my ink uh-huh. and pen, and I write on it, all work and no play, make Aegon a dull boy. And you write that down. Pocket. You pocket it away. So, um, does this room look any different other than the dust? Like, is there something that wasn't here before? Make an investigation check. Sure. With uh, guidance, please. Go right ahead. Ooh. 12. With a 12, you look around and nothing really catches your attention in this room. There's nothing different than before, uh, except the, the, like the, the, the fine china, all the like tea sets and stuff uh, are old and dusty and dirty and chipped. And yeah, they no longer look very pretty. Okay. There are two other rooms in the east wing here. Uh, there is uh, one on your right and left, but when you first came in, it was switched around. Uh, so which way would you like to uh, go? <laughs> Whichever one is on the left now, let's try <laughs> it. Sure thing. You guys get to the uh, uh, end of the hall, and uh, the door is locked tight. Can we try and use the key? You sure can. You put in the key, and it fits like a glove. He just immediately turns. Nifty. That's good. Um, Would you guys like to go in? Yeah, so I'll open the door and go in, yeah. You guys find that in the uh, east wing, this is the largest room. Uh, It's quite big. And unlike the ballroom on the other side of the house, this is a library. It's quite large. Uh, there seem to be a lot of old, old books in here. Uh, though, I, uh, all three of you make me perception checks. Nine. Sixteen. Nine. With a 16 and a 19, Elianod and Garden, your eyes scan across the room, and uh, it's dusty, it's old. The only thing that really catches your attention uh, in particular is one of the desks does not seem to have nearly as much dust on it. It seems as if someone has been at the desk more recently. Hmm. There's a leather-bound book at the desk. Uh, just a single book. I'm going to walk over and pick it up. Sure. You look at the old book, and uh, all it states on it is that it is a dream journal. Can I open it and try to read it? You sure can. Uh, make me a wisdom saving throw. Three. With a three. The, uh, you open up to the first page, and it's a garbled mess. It is nonsense. It's line after line of nonsense. Uh, 
but uh, a few words stand out to you, uh, like on different lines. I see a city in a green mist, deep and dark. No mortal was meant to. So I'm going to tell them what it says. Mm. This journal is just sitting here on this desk, but it looks like it doesn't have as much dust on it. Uh, it says, uh, I see a city in a green mist, deep and dark, no mortal was meant to. Looks like it's three separate lines that you were able to pick out from that page. Okay. Or those pages, the first like two pages that you opened it's up to. Is this in, like, common speech, by the way? Those words you found in common, yep. Okay. A lot of the words are just jumbled, garbled nonsense. So, like, yeah, the lettering is common, but they aren't making words. Okay, yeah, I just wanted to know, like, make sure there wasn't something that, like, I was the only one that was reading this, or that could read this. Nope. Uh, the, the others look at it, or uh, glance at the words that you point out. Uh, if you guys would like to read it as well, let me know. Okay. Um, should we just hold on to this book then? Maybe it. Uh, yeah, let's just hold on to it. Come in use. Are there any other books that stand out? Well, you said the. So you said the desk seemed like there wasn't as much dust, right? Yep, it looks like the desk has been in use more recently than anything else in this room. All right, can I. I want to check the drawers in the desk, if there's any. Uh, yeah, make an investigation check. Uh, okay. You guys can make an investigation check separately on the library itself. Uh, and I can maybe tell you a little bit more about what you're finding in this place. Um, I got a 15 for investigation. Uh, with a 15, you open up the uh, uh, desk drawer. And what at first catches your attention as like a uh, uh, magnifying glass, you look at it more closely and see that there's a hand mirror inside the desk. Okay. A little um, handle okay. and, you know, it's just a, a little hand mirror. Okay. Uh, I hold it up and I look inside the mirror and see what I see. You look through the mirror and you see yourself. It's you. You look kind of tired. You look sort of nervous. You look maybe even a little afraid, but it's you. Okay. Ellie and Garden, your investigation checks as you look around the library. I got a 14. I got a 3. <clears throat> uh, with a 3, you glance <clears throat> around and not really any of the books catch your attention there, Garden. A lot of them look pretty old. Uh, nothing seems to stand out to you. Uh, with a 14, Ellie and you see that there are quite a few books in here uh, that have kind of uncomfortable topics. Uh, it seems to be stuff related to, like, the Far Realm, aberrations. You know, one is a, a, a book about, like, uh, mimics. Another book is about mind flayers. It's all rather uncomfortable stuff, and you, you know, glance through a few pages of some of these books and see creepy diagrams, uh, you know, uh, really in-depth, like ana, uh, anatomical charts of these creatures 
that are really alien and so like the the descriptions of their organs and stuff and what they do just <clears throat> don't really make a lot of sense to you okay <clears throat> hey Aegon, you're a doctor <laughs> did you want to take a look at these books they're talking about most a lot of them are about the far realm and aberrations but this one is like mimics mind flares and it kind of goes in depth on like what they're all about okay did you want to take a look at them sure Aegon, you uh she points out the books and sure enough uh just like i described to her uh it is uh charts and diagrams of the innards of some of these creatures but like you know it doesn't really mean much to you. Like you look at like an organ and you look across the, the, you know, the line and it leads to, uh, uh, you know, uh, a word that you've never heard before. You know, it's, uh, uh, you know, like florgnon. It's like, okay. Yeah. That organ is a florgnon. I don't know what that means though. It, it you know, guys connected to the flip floor. <laughs> Essentially, yeah, it, it is. It is, uh, 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 you know, a really kind of odd smattering of knowledge, and it's concerning that there was somebody out there that was so hell bent on, on diagramming and and putting to paper these horrible creatures. You don't know what that person would be like, but they seem to have done it. Okay. Um, I I show them that I found this hand mirror inside the the desk, but I don't I don't know if it uh, has any meaning to this room or not. But okay. I just put it in my backpack, I guess. Sure, you put the hand mirror away. Do we want to move on to the next room? Yeah, I guess so. Garden. Uh, yeah, yeah. No cool books here. Let's. I'm ready. Okay. So you guys uh, exit this room, and uh, you see that the you know down the long hallway is one last room in the east wing. Okay. Can I try the door to see if it's actually locked? The door at the end of the hall? The Yeah, the one that, that he couldn't get into before, right? Because you couldn't get into two of them, right? Yeah, they were both locked. Okay. It's like, he told us that the woman was alive in that room, and she obviously wasn't, so I'm just wondering if it's actually locked. You go up to the door, Ali and I. Roll a d20. 13. It is absolutely locked. Okay. The door is uh, reinforced. It looks pretty t uh, strong. And uh, it is locked, yeah. Do, do you want me to give it a try? Can we, uh, can we try the key in this door? You try to put the key in, and uh, it looks as if the... Uh, it doesn't really go in. And looking at it uh, closely, uh, Ali and Ad, it looks almost as if it's like the reverse. It's like, you know, the, the way the key is shaped, it's the exact opposite uh, of the key. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I guess I can try and pick the lock then. 
Sure. If you like, uh, make me a, an investigation check first as you're looking at the key and the differences. With guidance. And take guidance. That is going to be 15. With a 15, you have a sinking suspicion that this door is trapped. You don't know exactly how, but it's large or larger than other doors. It's reinforced. Uh, something about the inside, when you kind of peek inside the keyhole, uh, makes you think that if it is not done perfectly well, uh, that a trap will go off. Uh, so I think this, this door is got like a trap on it, some type of trick that I'm not comfortable picking this lock. So do you guys really want to get in here or what do you want to do? I mean, we can always come back if we find yeah. another key. So let's head upstairs or was there a, was there a door at the end of the foyer? Uh, there was, there was a, uh, a door in the, uh, 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 on the op, like, so when you first walked into this place, there were right. the east and west wings, and then past the spiral staircases that lead up was a, uh, big double doorway. Okay. Okay. Where do you guys want to go? Well, let's explore all down here before we go up, right? Sure. So, you guys head into the Grand Foyer. And uh, you guys find uh, uh, the big set of double doors. Uh, they seem to be unlocked. Uh, I open them slowly. You slowly open up the doors. And uh, you see uh, uh, a small hallway. There's a, like a big standing mirror on the right uh, of the hall. And then otherwise it uh, leads down to uh, another... Uh, 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 double door set of double doors. You said there was a standing mirror, and that's it. Uh, in this hallway, yep. There's the standing mirror on your right, and then otherwise, it's the set of double doors on the other side of the this small little hall. All right. Uh, I'm gonna walk up to the mirror and look, look at it. Sure. You look into the mirror. And uh, you see yourself reflected. It's, you know, the opposite. So, you know, the, the spears that are shooting out this way on your back are now in the mirror going the other way. As a mirror functions. Okay. What's up with the mirrors in here? You found that hand mirror. We got this mirror here. And that lock was, like, almost mirrored. It was. It was uh, almost exactly reversed. I... Speaking of mirrors, I don't know if this now would be the time, but I was thinking about that the journal that you were looking at. I know you said it was illegible. What if you held it up to a mirror to read it? There you go. I mean, if that would help. There's a mirror right there. Okay, so I'm going to pull it out and hold it up to the mirror. Uh, Sim? Rig a ni yitz a is e crad dna pid ot timem sau latrum on. 
Everything else is garbled still in the oh. mirror. Okay. Well, it's worth a shot. Oh, uh, who read that, by the way? I guess we were all looking at it, right, in the mirror. All three of you make wisdom uh, saving throws for me. Man, I don't remember if I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> read the book. 19. I got an 18. Uh, natural Twinkie. You guys are fine. <laughs> you guys are feeling fine. What would you like so to do? Do any of us know what it said? Uh, it was exactly the passage I read to you earlier, but reversed. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I take out the hand mirror. And I use the hand mirror to see uh, how the back of my head looks and the other standing mirror to see if everything looks nice and clean. Uh, maybe and not as clean as uh, you'd like it to be after days of travel, but uh, yeah, the back of your head seems fine. Cool. Everything seems to be uh, tip-top shape over here. Let's uh, keep going. Okay. And you guys continue on. Uh, another set of double doors is in your way. I slowly open them. Stealth check. I, I guess I, I check to see if the door is unlocked, right? Uh, the door is unlocked. Okay. All right, so stealth with guidance. Please. Twelve. With a twelve. The door creaks just a little bit, but uh, you open it slowly and pretty quietly. And you see that there is a dining room. It's a long table uh, with a lot of chairs at it. And then there's another set of double doors on the other side of this room. Uh, it looks like there are four different uh, uh, silver platters. Kind of like the, the silver platters with like the, the lids over them. Uh, four of them. So uh, two larger chairs and then two smaller chairs that have uh, a series of books piled up on them. On the smaller chairs or on all the chairs? On the smaller chairs. Is if giving okay. uh, guess, two people yeah, a boost. A boost, mm -hmm. yeah. Huh. Uh, can I roll, like, insight? Does any of this seem familiar to my character? You can roll insight, sure. That's just a seven. The seven? No, you've never lived in this place before, despite what the the maid told you, and not to the best of your recollection. Uh, though certainly two larger chairs and two smaller chairs does make you think of your family. Yeah. And I, I let them know that this just seems all too surreal. I mean... And you and you don't remember ever living in a house like this. Never. But, you know, just something about this, you know, re screams my family that my family was here. And you know, Norris said that. You know, my father went to go to the mansion, which I guess would be the chateau, but I haven't found them. I mean, they could be in the upstairs, but with that 
whole maid situation. I don't know what the hell's going on. So. Okay. Uh, do we see anything else in this room? Can I do an investigation? Check. Investigation, sure. Sure, with guidance. That's a... 22. The 22. There's a lot of different, uh, uh, you know very similar to in the parlor like those uh, 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 pieces of furniture with like some drawers and then like the glass cabinets that open up and you see like you know silverware and plates and cups and stuff like in there in the drawers you find silverware uh, you know if you took it all it might be worth a little bit but that's a lot of silverware to be hauling around uh, but the one thing that particularly catches your attention Aegon, is the fact that there are four silver platters and four lids over those platters at the dining room table. Alright. I, uh, I go... Is that at each seat? At each seat, yeah. Okay. Um, I go to one of the platters in front of the like essentially where the kids would have said with the with the books. And I, I, I go to lift one of the platters. You lift up one of the platters and out from underneath it, steaming is like a roast chicken. A small little roast chicken. Now is this something that like we can see too? We see that this mm-hmm. chicken is steaming. Yeah. It's as if it had been brought out minutes before you arrived. All right, uh, I want to check the other three. You Platters. lift up all the platters, and yeah, it looks like not only are these some of your family's favorite foods, but you notice that one of the platters has no broccoli and the others do. And you recall that one of your twin siblings just really did not like broccoli. She always said she didn't want any damn vegetables. All right. This is so weird. I take, you, a bite uh, of, I take a bite of one of the chickens I'm standing in front of. Or turkey? Did you say it was turkey? Uh, chickens. Chickens. You want to take a bite? <laughs> yeah, I'll take a bite. Constitution saving throw, if you please. Sure. <laughs> I got a one. Oh. Is that uh first of the day? Yeah, it's the first. Uh, you take a bite and immediately become sick to your stomach. The knowledge that this creepy place, you just took a bite of the food, dawns on you, and you immediately vomit. You heave, don't, eat the, don't eat the chicken! You heave off to the side, and whatever uh, you had for breakfast that morning just comes pouring out. I don't remember eating that. Why would you eat food? I don't understand. It smells so good. Who cares? You saw a pile of dead bodies in the other room. What would make you think, mm, let me eat this food in here? I take, I take, uh, so what did I take off like a leg and take a bite out of it? Sure. All right, I throw the leg at uh, Elianad. Mm-hmm. The leg bounces off. 
whatever. Let's move on. There's nothing in here. There's another set of double doors on the other side of this room. Uh, or you could backtrack. Well, let's just keep going. I mean, I'm already here. Let's try and go through those doors. Opening up the doors? Yeah. You open the doors wide, and you find a kitchen. And it is in a horrible state. Blood is smeared all over the ground. You see hatchets and other, like, cleavers just split into, like, uh, cutting boards. The meat that's been left out is rancid. And, I mean, the meals in the other room looked gorgeous. But this looks vile. Hmm. I think you ate something that came out of this kitchen, Akon. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, so I'm going to... Can I look around? Investigation checks. Uh, you guys also see that there are uh, like glass doors on the other side of the kitchen that lead out into the uh, backyard. You see a small little uh, tool shed out there. And then otherwise the, the property kind of dips down off this hill. And then you see the... the wooded forest line on the, you know, the back of the property. Okay. So I got a 17. With a 17? Uh, oh, uh, what did you, uh, the rest of you guys get? 11. 8. With an 8 and 11, blood everywhere. Uh, you guys find, like, a, a pot that's been, you know, uh, sitting on, uh, like, a, a wood-burning stove. But the stove's heat has long since died out, and so whatever was boiling in this pot is just kind of, like, molded over. Uh, Elianad, you find a small pantry uh, off to the side, uh, and you open up the small little closet door, and you find uh, not only a bunch of preserved foods, but you find some other uh, odder things. You find a jar that seems to have, like, some type of pickled organs. Uh, maybe it's a heart. You're not sure. You find like hmm. two jars that have two kind of small hearts in them. Uh, and that's the only thing in this uh, pantry that really catches your attention. Okay, so I'm going to show those to, uh, to them. And I'm going to ask Aegon... Any idea what these organs are in here? Medicine check, if you please. Yeah. With guidance? Uh, yeah, I'd allow that. And natural 20. Didn't even need it. With a natural 20, these look to be the preserved, pickled hearts of human children. And there are two of mm. them in separate jars. Mm. Uh, looks like uh, the hearts of two children. I mean, so there's that. Okay, and I just start crying. That's a pretty appropriate response, I would say. I, I say a prayer. Perception checks all three of you. Got a 19. 13. 2. 
With a two, you say your prayers and you don't really hear anything over the kind of the, the you know, awkwardness hanging in the air and your own prayers. Uh, who had the 13? I did. And then, uh, Elliot, you had a 19, was it? Mm-hmm. Oh, with a 13, uh, the blood's kind of pumping in your skull at this point, uh, Aegon, and you don't really focus on much. You barely hear the prayers of uh, Garden, though, you know, that does kind of ease your temper a bit. Uh, Elliot, with a 19, you hear the floorboard shift above you. Sounds like someone's moving on the second floor. Hey guys, did you hear that? I think there might be somebody upstairs. Alright, let's go. So you guys uh, are leaving the kitchen? Yeah. Yeah. Leave the kitchen. You head uh, through the dining room. Are you guys going past the hall to the mirror and into the grand foyer? Yeah. I you... smashed the mirror on my way through the hallway. Sure, make an attack roll. Sixteen. The sixteen. Your fist hits the uh, uh, the mirror, uh, doing one plus uh, uh, strength mod damage. How much is that? Uh, so that'd be two. Uh, so you do. Uh, you what's your strength mod? Plus one. Plus one. So you do two damage to the mirror as you hit it with your fist as you walk by, and your fist bounces off the mirror. Is that unusual? Should it have cracked? I mean, you, you don't know. Uh, mirrors aren't really the most sturdy thing ever, but they're certainly not uh, 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 that fragile. They, uh, in, in in a world like this, they would be made of like you know, like silver, okay. polished silver. Okay. So right. yeah, it, you know, it it would probably take a little bit more to break, which you can do. But if you're just walking by oh, and hitting right. it, that's all you got. No, I carry on. And you carry on. And you guys get to the Grand Foyer. Uh, and as you do so, you hear uh, what sounds like doors slamming on the uh, second floor. And you look up and you see that, sure enough, on the second floor, like I mentioned when you first arrived, there are uh, eight doors. Uh, four on the above the east wing and four above the west wing. Uh, and you heard door slamming coming from above you on the second floor. You can only presume that at least one of those doors slammed shut, but Elianad, you think that a few slammed shut at about the same time. Hmm. Okay. Those, those doors slamming, that, that sounded really loud. I think it was like more than one slamming it at the same time. Alright. So I, uh, I make my way upstairs. I'll follow behind. Garden? Bring up the bring up the rear. And you guys head up the uh 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 the to the second floor. And as you get to the second floor, you see that there is a uh uh at the top of the stairs is a long hall with a few more uh rooms that leads to a staircase that goes up to the third floor. Uh but the uh the rooms above the east and west wing are you know within sight right now. Uh, and that's where you heard the slamming. So where did you want to go first? Or you can make perception checks. Uh, what would you like to do? 
Yeah, perception check. That is a 12. Garden and uh, Elena? 11. Natural 20. With a 12 and an 11, you guys kind of hear maybe the sound of wind kind of whistling past the building. For you, uh, Garden, with a natural 20, I can let you know that uh, you hear what sounds like uh, wind kind of... What sounds like the wind whistling is something different. You're not sure what it is, but it's not the rooms above the east and west wing that you hear that from. It seems to be a larger bedroom uh, or doorway or leading, you know, doorway behind you uh, that, you know, is uh, in the hall leading to the third uh, floor staircase. In one of those rooms, you hear this, like, kind of whistling sound. Guys, hear that whistling sound? No. No. It's coming from behind us, these doors. And Garden points it out to you guys, and yeah, the whistling, you know, what you first thought was coming from, like, outside, wind just whizzing past the building. Yeah, it does kind of sound like it's coming from one of those rooms. Okay, so let's open it. You want to go open the door? Yeah. Yeah. You get to the door, and it uh, seems to be unlocked. Do you want to open it? Yeah, open it. Mm Mm-hmm. Aegon, you open the door, and you see shadows flying around a room. It seems to be a large bedroom. Uh, Maybe, you don't think it's a master bedroom necessarily, but uh, uh, the shadows are kind of whizzing past and making like a high-pitched whistling sound, and they're kind of coalescing into the center of the room. So we're seeing this, or he's seeing this on the third floor? Uh, the second floor. This is, uh, uh, so uh, you went up the spiral or the staircase that leads to the second floor. Uh, there's a hall that leads to the staircase that goes up to the third floor. But in that hallway uh, is this room with all these shadows kind of coalescing okay. into the center of the room. And the shadow kind of orb in the center of the room kind of grows a little larger and a little larger. All right, is there any light in this room, or is it dark? Uh, there are cracks in the uh, uh, the window. They're kind of boarded up, but they're not fully boarded. And so light does stream in this room, and so the shadows themselves don't seem to be, you know, dependent upon the, the light in the room. They're, they're independent of it. Okay. I say, who goes there? And the orb of shadow kind of grows in size a bit and then splits down the middle and kind of cracks. And the two kind of halves of each orb of the shadow sort of fall to the ground and shadowy forms sort of billow out of it. And you see, or the shadowy forms, I should say, kind of coalesce into uh, one being. The shadows sort of take humanoid form 
and it becomes a human. Okay. It's a long, thin mustache, uh, goatee, has kind of uh, long eyebrows, and he does not look familiar. This is someone that none of you have seen before. He's wearing a very nice uh, tunic. Uh, he's wearing like a black top hat, like a black suit. His cape has like red lining, and uh, he seems to be we uh, wearing a cane. He has nice shoes on. He looks very well to do. So we we're in where we can see this guy too, right? Yep. You guys have entered into this room, and that's who you see. All right, so I say it again. Who goes there? Well, it is a pleasure to officially meet you three. And he kind of spins his cane around and catches it. Who are you? My name is Finn. Finn Fanto. If you guys want, make history checks, all three of you. Seven. Ten. Eight. With a seven and eight and a ten, this is a name, even if the, the face is not familiar, this is a name that is kind of familiar. This sounds like the name of a very high-ranking politician within the city of Zanjuro. I won't be allowing some judge to send you off to spend the rest of your days. All three of you, and he points his cane at you three, are criminals! Escaping the hangman's noose. Bah! Flimshaw! I won't stand for it. I mean, technically we didn't escape. We were, we were, let, we were let, let, let go for a let purpose. Let go? You were let go by corruption. Corruption that I will not stand for. How'd you know we'd be at this mansion? I knew many things, my dear Elianod. I have been waiting. Waiting far too long while you dilly-dallied and drug your feet all across the countryside, no doubt. You've been waiting here? Indeed. And here is where my plan comes to fruition. Your name sounds familiar. Did you In used to work for the governor? Indeed, Dr. Queston. Let me ask you a question. When I had my practice in Marymore, did you bring the governor's son to my place of business? He smiles real big and he says, Indeed, Dr. Queston. The governor's son. Who, who you died. murdered. And there's the reason why I'm here right now. Because of you. No, you're here because you were let go by... In the... the pain family in their desire to manipulate the system. What you should have been is in the hangman's noose. His death was not my fault. His death was 
Your fault, Dr. Queston. You could not save him. And he spins the cane around and then points at you, uh, Garden. And he says, But do not think that there is no reason for me not to lash out at you, Dragonborn. Me? What did I do? That entire family dead. No doubt by your criminal hands. No. No, I had nothing to do with that. That was, that's, that was my family. And I, I, have, I have nothing to do and I want nothing to do with, with them. An entire family dead. And you, with your criminal upbringing. I left that behind. I, I want nothing to do with that. Mr. Dragonborn, I'm afraid that that just does not cut it. You're just as guilty, and he spins the cane around and points it at Eliad, as her. Innocence that you didn't even know. Innocence related to me. You have as much blood on your hands, Miss Elianad, as the others do on theirs. And how do you figure that? Your abilities are a nuisance. Such powers should not exist in this world. And nor should you, because your head should have been on the chopping block of that guillotine. My nuisance powers protected an innocent from your blood. <laughs> bah! All three of you deserve this fate that I will give you. Okay, what is this fate? Enough talking. He spins the cane around and then uh, twists the handle off and you see that it's a sword cane. He says, I will mote out justice my, or mete out justice myself. All three of you roll initiative. Sixteen. Elena? Twenty-four. One. Ooh. And garden. Elinot, it's your turn. He has made himself quite threatening uh, with a uh, sword cane. It is your turn. He's probably about 20 feet from you in the center of this room. So he started out like a shadow, right? He sure did. Okay. So, so he's, I'm sorry, you said he's like 30 feet away from me? Oh, he's like 20 feet from you. It's not that big of a room. Okay. I guess I'm just going to try and hit him with Firebolt. Go right ahead. Uh, 22. That's a hit. And that's going to be four damage. Firebolt streaks across the room and uh, pierces into his shoulder and blitzes out the other side. Uh, Aegon, it's your turn. So does that look like it hurt him at all? I mean, it doesn't look great. Firebolt going through his arm. Uh, 
Alright. Um, I'm gonna use spike growth in the area that you're standing in. Sure. Uh, and that's uh, what a radius of how many feet? 20. With 20 feet radius around him, uh, he will either be stuck in the center of the room or risk damage walking through it. Uh, he sees you cast the spell, so it's not like it's a surprise to him that it's there. Uh, anything else you want to do on your turn? Uh, I pull up my shield, I guess. Absolutely. He advances up to the... Uh, uh, who would be on point? Would it be uh, you, Garden? Uh, I was bringing up the rear when we came up, so... So he goes to Aegon. Uh, he walks through the uh, the spike growth. Uh, so go ahead and roll for uh, 5, 10, 15, 20 feet of it. I'm sorry, what was that? Uh, so roll for 20 feet of it. So I think it's every 5 feet he takes damage. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'm going to need to calculate this. Sure thing. He advances across the room through the brambles, tearing away at him. And how much damage? He's still adding. Gonna have to get out the abacus. <laughs> <laughs> Clack the beads together a bit. What? 27. 27 damage? Uh, garden, your turn. Now, question, if I were oh, to go wait, in... Oh, wait, no, I'm this... sorry. Uh, it's his turn. He had moved across the... the uh, what am I thinking? He moved across the brambles. He gets to Aegon. He... Draws back the sword cane and uh, goes to slash at you. Blah. What's your AC? 16. Bounces off your shield. Thanks. Garden, it is your turn now. Now, if I try to attack him, will the brambles uh, affect me? With uh, my sword? They're 20 feet around, so if you advance too deep in the room, they would affect you. Uh, but you could stand adjacent to Aegon and uh, take a swing at uh, uh, Finn Fanto. Okay. Um, then, yeah, I'll move up with uh, Aegon, and I'll, um, with my sword and shield uh, equipped, I will uh, attack. Please do. 16. 16's a hit. Uh, that would be a six. You stab your sword into uh, Finn's stomach, and it pierces right through him into the other side. And he looks to the uh, up at the three of you, and he says, "Your crimes are too great. Your sins are too heavy." And the, his form turns to darkness and just explodes across the room. And just kind of melds into the walls. And he's gone? And that's it. He's gone. Well, that was odd. I liked, uh... 
like to just yell out, I don't know what you think you know, but uh, what we have to do is too important. Lives uh, are on our on our shoulders. We have to save them. You yell that out, and there's no response in the room. What would you guys like to do? I want to look around the room. Are you removing the uh, spike growth there, uh, uh, Aegon? Yeah. You dissipate the spike growth. Uh, investigation checks, if you please. With guidance. With guidance. I got a 14. I got a six. I got a six, too. Hey, twinsies. With double sixes, you guys uh, take a look around the room. Seems to have been a maybe a bedroom. I, uh, you know, doesn't really, uh, uh, you know, nothing really jumps out at you. Ellie and I, you see that there is a uh, vanity on uh, one side of the room. And you go to the vanity and uh, uh, you see this, you know, kind of, kind of blurry, dusty mirror. Uh, and uh, make me an arcana check. Seventeen. Well, the seventeen, I. Uh, you look in the mirror, and I. Uh, you kind of get a sinking suspicion that I, uh, I, I. Mirrors might be important, relevant to uh, to that room that you couldn't get into. Okay. Guys, I have a feeling that these mirrors are have something to do with that locked room downstairs. Like we're gonna need mirrors to get in there. It just it, the fact that we keep seeing mirrors and everything, it just seems that way. Alright. Um can I see the key that key real quick? Yeah. I hand it over. Um I take out the hand mirror and I place the key on the on the mirror. Right now, it doesn't do anything. Okay. Though, if you're trying to get into a room, you know, on the other side of the house, being in this room might not be all that helpful. Okay, but the the key doesn't transform or anything like that, right? Mm -hmm. Doesn't seem to. Okay. What would you guys like to do? I hand her the mirror. Or I hand her the, the key back to Elena. Um, I mean, I'd like to check out the, the other rooms on this floor, if okay. I'm being honest. What Make me uh, perception checks, all three of you. Eleven. I got a, got a ten. Uh, what was that, Elena? 16. All three of you look through the rooms uh, above the east and the west wing. And they seem to be guest rooms. They're all old and dusty. The only room that catches your attention, Elena, is uh, the first room above the uh, east wing. Seems to be a nursery. It's like blood-stained and old, but 
You guys don't really see anything else that catches your attention on the second floor. So do you guys want to go back down and check and see if we can get in that room, or do you want to go to the third floor? No, let's let's try and get that, into that room. Okay. Yeah. So you guys go back down to the uh, first floor. You guys have that hand mirror. You guys have a key. What would you like to do? I'm going to hand the key to Aegon. You try and... Yeah, I guess I'm going to hold the, the mirror up to the lock. And see if if I place the key into the mirror, like that does anything. I don't know. You hold the the mirror up, and you you know to the lock, and the lock you know won't turn. It doesn't go in. You place the key up against the mirror, and it slides inside, and you're able to twist. You pull the key out, and now the door is unlocked. Alright, I uh, slowly walk in. And you slowly walk in, make a stealth check. With guidance. Natural, natural one. The door mm. creaks loudly and you fall inside. You smash your face into the ground and take five points of damage. Alright. And you look up with a bloody nose... Aegon, and you see it's a gallery. There seem to be seven different paintings uh, all throughout the, the, the gallery. It, uh, so there's uh, uh, four on the left, four on the right, and then there's one down on the end off on its own. Did you guys want to start looking through the paintings? Yeah. Yeah first painting you walk up to is a red figure in a sea of blood and bodies. It's very crudely drawn. It looks like there are maybe four bodies. The red figure seems to be howling in pain. You look across to the other side of the room. And you see uh, what looks to be uh, uh, an effeminate figure, once again, crudely drawn, like maybe in like a brown dress or brown cloak, uh, her hair standing on end and beams of light erupting out of her, piercing into people, seems to be piercing into two people. You go across to the next painting and you see a green figure in white, kind of with bloody, uh, with like kind of like slabs with bodies on them that are bloody. Seems to be two forms. You go across and you see uh, what seems to be a, a city in green mist with strange curved architecture, which certainly gives you thought to the passage in that creepy dream journal you found. The next portrait that you see 
is uh, seems to be of a woman holding a scepter of bone surrounded by five shadowy figures in space. You go to the next portrait, and it seems like it's a party. There's a whole bunch of people. It's like balloons. It's all pretty well drawn. Everyone looks happy. Uh, you see tons of different people at this party. Kind of in the front and center, you see a, uh, an elf, a gnome, a human, a tiefling. Uh, an odd form that for some reason almost makes you feel like it's somewhat familiar. Uh, seems to be a human with like silver hair and uh, kind of a white cloak, white uh, like white robes. I uh, guess you've never seen the form before, but something about it seems somewhat familiar. And then finally, you see uh, on the final portrait is a figure in white that almost reminds you of the figure in white at the party splitting off into seven forms. It's almost like he's like four things are coming off him. Uh, and one sort of seems to be in like a, kind of like a, a dark leather outfit, a wide brimmed hat. Uh, the other forms are a little too shadowy, but the one that catches your attention the most seems to be holding a big standing mirror making you think of the mirror that you saw earlier. And that's where we're going to go ahead and pause today's session. Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you wish to support the show, go to patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. From there, you'll be able to gain excellent perks, like a behind-the-scenes show for Noobs and Dragons. We thank you for your patronage.